The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Straight Talk with Sandra Reich. Are you trying to master the game of life without success? There are secrets and strategies to living your best life. We'll share some of them with you on today's show. Take advantage of this series to become an expert at relationships. All relationships. It's time to live the life that you deserve to live. Now, here's your host, Sandra Reich. Welcome to Straight Talk with Sandra Reich. Always a pleasure. I hope you're all having a great week. Um, I'm very excited to be with my guest today, and I'm actually not with her. It's quite interesting. Um, she was supposed to be sitting next to me today, and we're waiting for her to come back for a while now. She did part one with us about, I don't know, three months ago, and the response was unbelievable. And her plane got stuck in Barbados, not the worst place to get stuck, I must say. So um, I think we have her on the phone, I'm hoping. Uh, let me tell you a little bit about her, and then we'll check if she's actually there. Uh, she's a survivor in so many ways. She survived breast cancer. She survived many things, much of which she revealed on the last show with Straight Talk. So we're going to go through that a little bit and find out what's happened since that episode. Don't you always wonder... Uh, after somebody says something on a TV show or radio show, what happens afterwards? Well, we're going to find out today. Please help me welcome Olga Maneri Asley. Olga, are you there? Welcome to Straight Talk. Yes, I'm here. How are you, Sanja? I'm great. You're calling us from Barbados. Yes, I am. Beautiful Barbados. How's it going there? It's beautiful. A little rain today, but I won't complain. No, I'm on the East Coast. There's snow. It's, uh, there's nothing for you to complain about. Olga, I was just saying that we had you on the show a few months ago for a part one, and we decided you and I to do the show because you're so open and so willing to share with people your journey. And you inspired so many people and so many, you, you've taken the stigma out for so many people out of therapy, out of retreats, because you've talked about coming to therapy and what it's done for you. So I think I want to start there from where we left off last time for people who didn't hear that show is, you know, it is through therapy. You came into therapy um, looking, you were going through some struggles. What happened? Why did you come in? And how did therapy make a difference for you? Well, first of all, I, um, as a human being, I realized that I did need help. And uh, when I found you, it was like, um, it was like a, a gift for me to find Sandra Reach. Uh, Sandra, I, I don't know if you realize to the level that you did help me. Um, I find that um, in the way that you um, helped me was really with my, my challenges, especially with what I was going through with my childhood, with my relationship, my personal issues. I find that you helped me focusing more on the issue. I find that you could break down my issue and make me understand them more deeply and, and really go in the depth of them. And also I find that it's not, you don't, I, I feel that, um, in the past, I always used to take the blame for everything that happens to me, everything that I would do and, 
and I wouldn't find uh, the right answer because I like to find out the answer. I, I like to ask questions, as you know. Uh, maybe not the easiest client sometimes, but Come uh, on. I, I like to work on myself. And then <laughs> I find that you really help me not to take, realize that, you know, it's an issue and that the blame is not always my fault when something does happen. Because of my childhood issue, I feel that everything I do, it's my fault or the blame comes back to me. And I, and I think this was one of my biggest issues in, in, uh, in therapy. And I also feel that for all those people out there that are listening, uh, going for help means that it's, it's great. It's, it's good for yourself once you realize that uh, you need the help and you go for the help. It's not something that you should feel ashamed and it's not something that is something's wrong with you because you're going for help. As a matter of fact, once you realize that, that, that you, know, you do need the help and you go for the help, uh, you already have a step ahead of your game. Well, Olga, that's 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 quite quite a lot of amazing stuff. First of all, thank you for the kind words, and I, you know, I really, I really think you're paying it forward because by being so open about your story, and I know you are this way because you've come to many of my different retreats, and you always share your story, you know, pre-therapy, during therapy, what's going on with you. By doing that, you're helping so many people, and you're making such a difference in people's lives, and you just don't stop inspiring people. And I love the fact that you're you acknowledge the very dark moments as well as the process and the empowerment that you have found example like what you just said not always taking the blame so that people understand a little bit where that's all coming from on the last straight talk with Sandrish, you didn't plan this but you ended up revealing on straight talk and i believe you told me it was the first time you revealed it publicly um that you had been sexually abused that was a big thing. Yes. Okay. Well, that was a, a shock for me, too, that it just came out on the last talk that we had on the radio. Um, I was not planning on saying it. I was not planning on saying anything. But I figured it's a bit like with my cancer. You know, if I could say something that could help one person out there and make a difference with what I'm going through, then it's worth it. And for me... To say that I was sexually abused, if there's one person out there that was sexually abused or, or physically abused or even with the words, uh, it's, it's worth for me to talk about it to help those people out there. It's not an easy thing to do. It's not uh, something that I'm proud of. It's not something that I ask for. Uh, for many, many years, um, you know, it was like a, a secret. It was not out there. It's just starting to go out there. This is the second time I speak to about it on the radio right now. It's a big relief for me since I spoke about it. I feel that I'm able slowly and slowly to tell more people. I told my sister. My brother knew about it. The only people I would say that I'm not straightforward yet, uh, I haven't told my parents. And there's one thing I want to say, it is not my parents that abused me, because I did not say that the last time, and I feel it's very important um, for people out there, because a lot of people uh, that listen to your show came up to me and they said, was it your parents? Who was it? I don't want to say who it was right now, uh, but it was not my parents. Um, well, I know it, that's very important for you. my parents right now. Yeah. 
Uh, For many years, I I felt stuck. As I was telling Sandra, as many of my on the session, um, slowly I'm starting to feel unstuck since I'm talking about it. I don't feel that um, it was my fault. For many years, I thought it was me. I was the issue. I was the problem. And when you're five, six, seven years old, I don't think that you're instigating uh, sex abuse to, to a male. Uh, pedophile is a pedophile. And uh, this is what I realized today, that it was not my fault and I shouldn't be taking the blame. Because when you take the blame, then it's like shame. And I feel that the blame, the shame, it's like cancer. Uh, it is. You get so paralyzed when I- and then you feel like you're a failure. Yeah, when we started our work, I remember, although we talked about this, it was very, very little in therapy. We didn't even go there for a long time. So you didn't really want to go there. And it's only as you started to look at that, that the shame started to lift because you carried that shame. And I think that's the insidious nature of abuse. And I think that's why I really wanted you to come back and talk about this for people. Um, you and I have been at retreats together. You've come to my couple retreats and my women's retreats. And I've been blown away by how many other people have been abused. Um, uh, The numbers are staggering. And the insidious nature of abuse, most people think the most horrible part about abuse is the actual, actual sexuality. And I think that we forget about the fact that the seductive nature of the abuser is very manipulative. And the shame that you talk about is as devastating, if not more devastating, than the actual acts of sex. Would you agree, Olga? Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, for for many years, as you know, I mean, and in therapy, I mean, like like you said, I hasn't been out out there for a long time. But I felt that, um, and maybe that's why I never really spoke about it until I realized I went to a couples retreat and I realized how many people were actually abused, uh, physically, sexually, or or any other Probably. way. Mm-hmm. It, you know, it, it's like now that it's out there. It's a relief. I feel that my story, I always felt, that's why I never spoke about it. I always felt that my story was not really a story uh, compared to other people, whatever they, you know, they, they, they had to go through. And, um, and then you feel ashamed. You don't want to tell people because they're going to say, oh, is it true? Is she lying? How come she never talked about it? Um, when you're five, six, seven, eight years old, it's not something that you're going to rush and go tell someone because it was supposed to be a secret. Mm. It's a secret between that person and you. And so then how many, it how many, years? many other problems uh, with me with trust. Now, how do I trust people when it's supposed to be a secret and then all of a sudden it's not a secret anymore? It's out there. How many um, years did you keep the secret, uh, Olga? Pardon? How many years did you keep the secrets? Oh, my God. Well, I'm 52 today, and I'm not ashamed to say my mm-hmm. age. <laughs> you mean your, it's and, your birthday today? Um, this happened when I was seven, eight, nine. Wow. It went on till I was maybe 12 years old. Okay. Unbelievable. And, and I, the story only came out, um, I would say, uh, 10 years ago. And but I only spoke to you about it. Uh, you know, I told my husband ten years ago, after thirty years marriage, I never wow. told him before. Mm. 
It's it's a um, big big so thing. It's something that was in me for a long time, and to live with a secret that I strongly believe today it shouldn't be a secret, because you know people like you are out there to help us, and uh, I'm glad that it's out today. I know I still have a lot of work to do to, you know, to overcome all my fears and my anxiety about it. And um, I just wonder, you know, like, uh, when is this all going to stop? Because, like, I could see myself having uh, my, you know, I I have, like, 10 steps forwards now. I I could feel good about myself and to talk about it, I mean, it's it's not my fault. And I realized that today. And I, I could say to myself... Not only I'm a cancer survivor, but I'm also a survivor as an abuser because I'm able to uh, talk about it, which is very, very important. Yeah. The shame will go away slowly. Yeah. Well, I think that there's so many people listening right now who probably are holding that secret. And so many times people feel if they hold on to the secret and they just push it down, they can just forget about it. And uh, in fact, it doesn't work like that. It actually eats your insides out. And uh, you know, we're going to take a break in a moment. But when we come back, we'll talk about the mental level of this that was so challenging, the psychological level. And then we'll we'll move on to you know relationships and so on and so forth. Um, I'm Sandra Reish. This is Straight Talk with Sandra Reish. We'll be right back. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Spa Munari is a full-service wellness day spa located at the heart of West Island, Quebec. Submerge yourself in beauty with one of our many treatments, specially catered to your needs. We offer facials, manicures, pedicures, hair removal, massages, body treatments, and so much more. Enjoy our ultimate relaxation experience with our spa packages. We offer a men's menu as well. Call us today to book your next appointment at 514-695-5040 or visit us on the web at spamunari.com. That's 514-695-5040 or spamunari.com. Join the therapist who is affectionately known as the couple whisperer, Sandra Reich, on her famous couple retreats and change your life forever. Sandra offers couple retreats in beautiful locations several times a year that can radically change your love life. Couples describe her retreats as life-changing. Regain that loving feeling. Bring your intimacy to a new level and rediscover excitement and joy. Find out more at HelpForAnxietyDepression.com or call 514-796-4357. We all want love and safety. Now you can have it. Call 514-796-4357 or HelpForAnxietyDepression.com. A fresh look at today's health. Voice America Health & Wellness. You are listening to Straight Talk with Sandra Reich. To connect with the program today, please call 1-866-472-5792. Again, that's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to info at helpforanxietydepression.com. 
Now, back to Straight Talk. Here's Sandra Reich. So I'm back with the beautiful, brilliant, uh, courageous Olga Benariasli. I want to tell you later in the show about what she does uh, these days in Montreal because um, that's also very interesting. Um, I was speaking to her on the break and we were talking. I mean, she's so open and so honest, and I think she's going to empower so many people with our next segment here. As I mentioned, one of the things that is so challenging about abuse is not actually the abuse. It's the lead up to the abuse. So when you're a child and your abuser picks you uh, to be abused, there is a sense of feeling special. And that's a problem because it really, it's a very, as you get older, it's a very big conflict because then you wonder, was this my fault? Which is what Olga was talking about. Now, in Olga's case, in her story, and she's given me permission to talk about this, her abuser chose her, made her feel very special, and ultimately rejected her to abuse someone else. Um, Olga, psychologically, how challenging was that? Well, I'm still working on it today, believe it or not. I mean, this was or is still a very, very big part of being abused as a child because, like you said, this abuser for the moment, even though it's wrong, as a child you think, hey, he makes me feel good by giving me this special attention, being special. I must be the only one that's doing this to me. I'm putting quotes on quote this to me like it's the greatest thing, but it's not because you don't know as a child that you know it's wrong, but you it's almost like your feelings are I don't know what they do to you to go into your brain and to do this to your to ourselves, but they manipulate it's you really it, it's hard because it, like yes, I'm special for the moment until that day that person says to you, "Oh well, I don't need you anymore. I have somebody else." It's almost like a breakup in a relationship. It's almost like a breakup with a friend. And then all of a sudden you turn around and you say, what? You dumped me? For what? What did I do wrong? And this comes back to even a relationship today. The minute, you know, you first get married, you feel special, you feel good, and, you know, you get all the attention. And then all of a sudden, as the marriage goes along, you don't feel as much that you're so special. You don't feel as much as that you're getting that special attention that you used to get when you first got married. And then those feelings are right back from your abuser. And then it starts playing in your head again. What's wrong with me? What did I do wrong? There must be something wrong with me, but there's not. I'm normal. I got abuse. And I'm trying to overcome that. And, mm-hmm. and this is something that uh, all my life I've been struggling with. And now I realize today with your help, Sanja, that a lot of the things I've done through the years, like always wanted to help other people, um, always wanted to be uh, like the best volunteer because I got that special attention. And I would wow. work so hard to do everything I could do to be that best volunteer, that best person to help another person because it brought me back to my comfort zone when I was seven years old, which was not a great comfort zone, but this is what I knew then. Until today, I 
I realize how much it's affecting my marriage. And I didn't know that because I don't feel I'm special. I don't feel the attention. It's the same thing. Now what? How do I turn this around now? And this is where your couple's retreat comes. And that's why I go to your couple's retreat. Because it's well, all, it's a big wheel and it's all connected. The dots are all there. We have to connect the dots now. Yeah, I mean, it's just, first of all, it's extraordinary. It's an extraordinarily um, uh, difficult story that you're discussing, um, it, you know, and it's so manipulative and so insidious what your abuser did to you. It's like a mental abuse as, w- as well as a sexual abuse. Um, I think yeah, that's... You yourself with a huge scar and you don't realize how big that scar is until you start working on it. Yeah, and I think and that, I, you know... you realize you, that, hey, there's a problem here, you know? For sure, and I think that what you're talking about in terms of relationships, I think that many people, even who aren't abused, start to feel like after the first two years of a marriage, they don't always feel as special, but I can only imagine uh, the immensity of that impact on you, given what you've gone through. Now, you mentioned the couple retreat, and I have to give props to you, because... We did a couple retreats. Uh, I took some couples to Mexico, and uh, it was a pretty extraordinary experience. And Olga, you chose to come, and you came alone. And um, you got, I remember you coming to me, and you've been to many of my um, retreats, and you said this was the best thing you ever did. Help us understand that. Um, your retreat, amongst many, that one for me was one of the best ones. Uh, because you talked a lot about your childhood. You talked about your child in you. And again, I never realized how much um, talking about your childhood and, and all those feelings that you had with your mom and you had with your dad and then with, with your husband and with your sibling and all the other people in your life, how much um, the depth of the importance of looking at inside yourself and, and then taking it from there to another level because I, I, I still remember, like, you know, going through all your notes and, and, and everything, and, and it was like night and day. I, I just looked at the, for instance, you know, you, you talk, we talked about, uh, um, I remember one of your exercises was about, uh, you know, what made you happy with your father and what made you happy with your mom, and then... What's making you happy in your marriage? And they're all connected. Yeah. It was really almost magical. It was a magical retreat. And then to look at every couple that I learned from and realizing that, and this is after that retreat that I decided to talk about my abuse because on what, eight, nine, ten couples you had there? I think Mm. four came out with either verbal abuse, physical abuse, or sexual abuse. And I'm saying, oh, my God, I'm not the only one. And this is when I realized that I had to talk about it and that what was amazed me the most is that all those couples that were there, they were ready to work on it. And I have to give them credit, and this is a huge challenge, but they worked on it together. And I could see the determination that they had to make this work and I could see how they uh, looked up to you for the help, Sandra. 
You may mm-hmm. not have seen this because you were so involved in your story, but from almost an outsider because I was alone, I, I learned a lot like from you, from them, and uh, it was just uh, an amazing retreat. And plus, it was in Mexico. How bad could it be? <laughs> you know, it's it's interesting what you say because if I was listening to the show, it would sound like everybody was sharing their private information. And the funny thing is that the retreat, initially, the deal with the retreat is that people do not have to share anything. Because a lot of people, a lot of men in particular, don't want to come on a couple retreat and share stuff. But what ended up happening is no one was ever called upon to share information. I think it's important people know that. But I think you're right, yeah. Olga, is as be, there is something about, you know, sometimes someone wanted to say something. And I remember a particular incident where someone revealed something voluntarily, because at the couple of retreats, we do not force anyone to say anything at all. It is more of a course where you go practice with your partner. But once that person revealed something, someone else said, oh, my God, you have such courage. You've given me courage. And when I think of that sentence, I think of you, Olga. I think of you. You've done that at every retreat. You've given people courage. Well, it's, um, you know, reciproque, as we say in French, because it goes both ways. As I look at them, they have courage as well. And the whole, all your retreat gives people courage, Sandra. I think you have to understand that. I'm giving you a speech here. (laughs) I mean, it's, it's like, no, I swear you don't understand how, um, you affect us, your clients, in a good way. Um, you, for some reason, you take the worst and the best out of us, and then here you are, work with that. And we work as a team. And that couple retreat is a lot like that. Yeah. And, and everybody that was there, they were so nice, they were so kind, and they were, uh, you had tears, you had laughter, you had a bit of everything. And I still remember... It was the first time after that retreat, actually that same night, that I went to someone and I opened up about my abuse to that person because that person touched me so much with her story. That's incredible. Um, I, ho- I hope she's listening right now. Um, yeah. You know, and, since uh, we're talking... Since we're talking about a couple of retreats, I'll just throw out there that we are doing that same exact retreat again in May, May 16th to the 19th. We're doing it here locally this time in the beautiful mountains near Montreal. If you are interested, I mean, that's really not where we're going with this show. But if you are interested, certainly give us a call, 514-796-4357. You heard from Olga what it does for the couples and for the person. And we have one coming up. Um, Olga, I'm curious, you know, after the retreat, soon after that, we got back together. That's when you came on Straight Talk. What has your personal relationship evolved to, given all this work you have done? And again, I want to emphasize that a lot of the work that you've done and people who go through these kinds of difficult things involves self-love, learning to love and give yourself the vitamins that you did not receive in childhood. And that's why childhood comes up because we don't always get the vitamins in childhood. And you and I work a lot on the idea of you loving yourself. Like you said, it's not your fault and that you're important and that you're beautiful and you're special. How does that impact a relationship when you learn that you are important when for many, many years you sort of unconsciously felt you were not? Well, it changes your life. (laughs) It's like... Slowly but slowly, you learn that uh, to accept yourself 
and uh, that it's not, you're not, you know, an issue. You're not a problem. It's a part of life. And to work on yourself every day is very important. And one thing you taught me that was, uh, I think, really big is that uh, I'm a person who helps people, who loves to give to everyone, who never thought of myself first. Always thought, okay, you want this, Sandra? Take this. Don't worry. Just take it. I would do that with everybody. And yeah. then oh, if there's left, then Olga will have some. But oh, you taught us, well, me, I taught for myself that I am the most important person in my life. It comes me first. And yeah. it's not in a selfish way. Because some people no. may say, oh, look at her. She, she's selfish. But it's not in a selfish way. How could you give the love to someone else when you can't love yourself? That's right. How could you help someone else in, in, in a way that they really need the help if you can't help yourself? And, and this is what I was struggling with because I'm a giver. I'm not a receiver. And I learned when I, got, when I had cancer that uh, receiving was as important as giving. And you taught me about that as well as a reminder not a long time ago. Uh, I remember as, as a cancer survivor, people would come to me and they would bring me food, they would bring me gifts, they would send me emails, and, and the doors wouldn't stop ringing. And one day one person comes to the door with this, huge cake that she spent days, I don't know how long, it was an Italian cake, takes a long time to, to, to cook, and she just gives it to me, and I'm like, no, you, and then I stopped, because I put myself in her shoes, a person that loves to give, and saying no to that person, I'm just hurting her, because this is the joy, I'm taking away the joy that she has as a giver. And I have to learn to accept what she has to give me. And I did. It was really hard for me to take the cake and say, thank you so much. And you have to learn to accept, to give, to receive. And that no one is perfect in life, and I'm not. And, and that's what you, you know, the lesson in therapy that I'm learning is that um, you learn that you need to work on yourself every day. There's always something that's going to happen, and it's not a big deal. We make a big deal out of everything sometimes. Yeah. And um, I learned also that communication is a big, big issue. It was for me. It still is, but uh, it's key for our relationship, for friendship, for everything. And, and I'm learning more and more to communicate, and also you taught me, too, about my feelings. Um, I do have um, sometimes, you know, like, not uh, anger, but I, I confuse sadness with anger, which they are related, which I learned. But sometimes if I'm so sad, they'll come out in anger. And this is something I'm working on because if I'm really upset, you know, it's, uh, it's first the anger is going to come out and then the sadness will come after so you really helping me to uh, to blossom in a way that I would really want to blossom. Well, I I don't know if I can take that all in. I think that you're doing that. I think I'm giving some direction, but you're doing the work. Um, I have to say that um, you know. As women, we're already socialized to take care of others and to not um, necessarily know our needs. And so in relationships, as 
our, our gender struggles often. And I think that men really, really respond well if they do understand what women need. Uh, but communicating those needs is we often feel shame. And then we take a situation like yours and you, you know, shame times a thousand to ask for what you need, that exactly what you said, I'm so proud of you, that you're important. And I'm so happy to hear you saying that about yourself. It's, it's profoundly important. And actually, relationships really can't survive without both parties feeling they're important and then working together as a team to negotiate how both of their needs are met. And this is a lot of the work that I do these days with couples. And, uh, you know, everybody wants to be right and everybody wants to um, have it their way. But, you know, marriage actually heals people and heals their issues. So the thing is to learn uh, for both of you to express what you need and see if you can negotiate it. So and you can't do that without self-love. So, Olga, what you're saying is extremely powerful. Powerful. Now, you're a mother, too. So this is powerful for your children, for the people listening, for your relationships, for everybody. It's it's that big. I don't know if you realize. You say sometimes you don't know if I realize. I don't know if you realize how huge what you're saying is. Well, it's uh, I'm realizing it every day more and more. And, and I feel good saying it now that I am important. Yeah. Before I used to say, yeah, yeah, I'm important. Yeah, right. You know, everybody else is, but not me. But now I'm saying it and with uh, power, I am important. And I have to keep being important in my life so I could help my kids and I could work on my relationship with my husband because if I don't feel important, he's not going to think I'm important or they're not going to think I'm important. Can you say that again? That's so good. Olga, can you say that again? That was so great. When you don't think you're important, what will well, happen? I could repeat the same words. I feel that. Let me try this again. I feel that I have, I believe that I'm important and I am important because if I don't believe I'm important, my husband won't believe I'm important. Wow. And my kids won't and everybody else won't. So it's wow. like, how could I give the love if I don't have the love? It's the same thing. You have to believe in yourself for people to believe in you. Oh, my God. That's so good. That's so true. And I think there's so many people listening right now. And possibly some of them are in a relationship and they don't feel they're being taken seriously or they're not being respected and or they're not being treated as they'd like to be treated. And I think you got to think of those words you just heard from Olga is you're not going to be taken seriously or treated well unless you treat yourself well and treat yourself like you're important. Olga, it's a great segue. We'll take a break. Um, this is True Empowerment with Olga Maneri Asley on Straight Talk with Sandra Rich. We'll be right back. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. Join the therapist who is affectionately known as the couple whisperer, Sandra Reich, on her famous couple retreats and change your life forever. Sandra offers couple retreats in beautiful locations several times a year that can radically change your love life. Couples describe her retreats as life-changing. Regain that loving feeling. Bring your intimacy to a new level and rediscover excitement and joy. 
Find out more at helpforanxietydepression.com or call 514-796-4357. We all want love and safety. Now you can have it. Call 514-796-4357 or helpforanxietydepression.com. Change your life forever with the latest cutting-edge products for home study treatment for anxiety. Featuring the clinical director of the Montreal Center for Anxiety and Depression and host of Straight Talk, Sandra Reich. Sandra is joined by top therapist Georgia Dow in this revolutionary anxiety videos therapy series. Thousands of people have benefited from this scientifically proven treatment approach. Isn't it time you chose yourself? Visit anxiety-videos.com right now. That's anxiety-videos.com and change your life forever. Your life, your health, your network. This is Voice America Health and Wellness. You are listening to Straight Talk with Sandra Reich. To connect with the program today, please call 1-866-472-5792. Again, that's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to info at helpforanxietydepression.com. Now, back to Straight Talk. Here's Sandra Reich. We can't stop talking on the break. Olga's is so inspiring and so wonderful to speak with. Um, so we're back with Straight Talk with Sandra Rich. It's, it's, you know, the time is just flying by and there's so much I want to talk about still with Olga. I think that uh, to listen to her speak and her journey, and if you go back and listen to part one, she'll talk about her breast cancer journey and now her sexual abuse, overcoming it. Um, it's just, you know, it's, it's, Life sometimes throws us lemons, and I often like to say, and it's it's actually from a book I read many years ago that talks about when you have lemons, make turn them into lemonade. And I think that Olga's journey um, of a lot of difficulty, she's really she's really doing that. And I on the break, I didn't get a chance to tell her, so I'm going to say it live. Is I find you sound very anchored, Olga. You just sound very convicted and anchored and empowered. And you know I'm really big on empowered women. I have a whole company called Empowered Women. I, I'm feeling a I really... Know. I didn't want to use that word. I wanted to use more determined. Yeah. Empowered. Yeah. But I think they both go together. I'm determined and I'm becoming empowered. And I like what I see in myself these days and how I'm making, you know, small baby steps. And... uh it's um it's it's a working process definitely but it's worth it's worth the work for sure and i'm not saying it's not painful it is i mean you know in in every every everything you do there's ups and downs the roller coaster goes up and it comes down but at some point um the roller coaster will stabilize and then life is a roller coaster because if life would be stable at the same angle it would be boring so you need those challenges to challenge yourself, and I love the challenge, but this is a huge challenge, a challenge that I did not ask for. Uh, it was given to me, uh, just like my cancer, and then you have to work with it and realize that it is an issue in your life, and, and without working on it, you, you're not going to grow very far. And, and, and I want to add one more thing, Sandra, if I, if I can, you know, like, for all those people that were abused out there, I know I'm coming back to that and you're done with this segment, but... No, it's um, fine. A lot of people, uh, you know, blame their parents for what happened. 
and, 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 and especially if it was the parents that did abuse them. In my case, it was not. And it's not your fault on anything that happened in, in your life because, uh, i.e., abuse or the way you were brought up or anything. I, I just feel that um, for many years I was blaming my parents for whatever things would happen. Oh, it's because mom was like this. Oh, it's because dad was like this. But at some point, we have to start taking responsibility for who we are and, and what we are going to do with our life. Our parents do not have uh, the luck that we have today to have help from you or other people and, and to see life in a different way. They were, you know, more old-fashioned, more into their way, and, and in, in their eyes, you can go see for help. And so I feel very blessed today that I could see that through my parents and that I could get the help I can uh, to, to grow and, and to help myself. Well, I think that, you know, I certainly, I think that's a process. I think sometimes people are too quick to pass over the anger of things that have happened in their family, but you're right. Ultimately, we have to take responsibility. One of the things that I want to highlight that you said is, and I think it's important people know this, is that it is a lot of hard work and it's, you know, you, you really are that kind of person that digs right in and does the work. So there's no magic here. You can't, get to that level of empowerment that I believe you've gotten to without doing, you know, a lot of blood, sweat, and tears. So congratulations on that. It's really, really admirable. I, I tip my hat to you. Uh, I want to mention that about a year ago, um, I believed you opened your first business. I think it was a year ago. Is it a year now? Yes, it was a year in April, actually. April 4th, it was a year. Congratulations. So tell us about how that happened. I mean, you know, here you are working on your stuff and finding yourself, and then you go and open a business. That's a big thing to do. So tell us all about it. Well, I always wanted to have my own business, and I was uh, given an opportunity, uh, thanks to my sister, actually, because my sister was working in a spa called Spa 2000 at the time on uh, in the West Island, in Kirkland, on St. Charles Boulevard. And um, as she was working there, I had told her to go work there. And then she happens to go work, and then she comes up to me and she says, oh, you know what, they want to sell the spa. I said, really? Make a long story short, we ended up uh, having a meeting with the two owners and ended up buying the spa. And uh, today my sister and I are are running this beautiful spa in the West Island. I think it's beautiful, and I guess a lot of clients think that as well. It's, um, it's a small spa, but we cater to uh, everything that uh, you could possibly think, massage, pedicure, manicure, laser, electrolysis. Uh, we have uh, uh, the staff is wonderful. Uh, the staff's been there for many years. And I just love it. I mean, thank God for the spa that it's there right now with all my, you know, that, that I'm going to. It's almost like a lifesaver. Um, so I really, really uh, enjoy that. And please, uh, you know, if you want to come, you could, you're welcome to come to the spa. Just give us well, a call. How do they find you? Like, okay, where's the spa located and what's the phone number? Uh, the phone number, it's in the 514 area, 695-5040. You could also uh, reach us on our Facebook or, or our, our website, 
Uh, it's SPA, S-P-A, Munari, M-U-N-A-R-I, uh, dot com. And all the information are there, and it's located on 3564 St. Charles Boulevard in Kirkland. And Sandra, can I ask you a question now? Oh, of course. I, I probably will have a few more for you, but go right ahead. No problem. I just wanted to ask you, uh, when is the next retreat for couple, and where is it? Okay, the next retreat for couples is um, in May. It's May 16th to the 19th. It's at Mont Tremblant, which is a, a beautiful area near to Montreal. So, uh, again, you can go on our website, helpforanxietydepression.com, or uh, call us at 514-796-4357. But, Olga, I don't know if you know, we also have an event coming up for couples at at the clinic. So I hope you'll, you'll join us there. And if people join us, they can meet, meet you. And when is that event uh, happening? That event is happening on March 23rd from 7 to 9 PM. So again, on the website or give us a call. Uh, this one, the number is 514-777-4530. We'll be discussing the latest research in relationships because, and we'll be also giving away some huge gift certificates for the retreat. So that's an option for people. I mean, you know, it certainly had a big impact on you and it seems like it had an impact on everyone who came to Mexico because they all rebooked to come back. Um, I was going to say next year, but it's actually this year. Uh, we're redoing that same retreat at Mont Tremblant. We're doing a part one. And in Mexico later this year, we're going to do, uh, we're going to continue on with that. Now, I want to, um, I hope I'll see, Olga, are you going to be able to be at the couple events? Uh, absolutely. The couple events, yeah, March 23rd at okay. 7 to 9. I will I want to um, say that because I'm, I'm exploiting your amazingness and saying that if you come to the event, you'll get to meet the amazing Olga. <laughs> um, I'm curious, Olga, what? The amazing people, yes. Sorry, what did you say? I missed that. I will get to meet all the amazing people and yourself again, yes. You're very kind. Um, so running a spa, I want to come back to your beautiful spa. And, you know, having done all this work, um, the work's impacting your relationship. You've opened a spa. What is life like right now for Olga Munari Asli? Given all that you've been through, what is life like now? Wow. That's all I can say. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> my life is very hectic at the moment because I... I like to do things well, and, and the spa is uh, giving me a few challenges, and uh, I, I enjoy challenges. I like to uh, see a problem not as problems. I see them as uh, there's always a solution to every problem we have, and then there's always opportunity that happens with that. So I, I like to, to make my own challenges, but my life right now is, uh, is working on myself a lot, Working at the spa, I, you'll be happy to know, Sandra, I, try, I started to train again. It's, I'm in my second week of training every day again. I'm doing my tape, um, and it feels great. Uh, I am also a personal trainer, but I haven't done it now because I'm too involved with the spa. I'm too involved with my, uh, myself working on a better me, and that's my goal right now. Uh, and it's, it is work, and it is fun. Uh, to learn about yourself because then you learn about other people as well and, and it opens your your way of looking at other people and, and I find um, working on myself sometimes, you know, it's uh, 
it's um it's a way of learning about other people as well, if you know what I mean. Yeah, I do actually. I, I really I, I feel that that we'll is learn this. from each other. And yeah. I you know, sometimes someone will say something and it's not necessarily a criticism. I call them constructive criticism because you learn from something. And I always see life as uh, there's no mistakes. Who says there's a mistake? You're left-handed, I'm right-handed. Because you're left-handed, you're weird. You're still going to write, I love you, the same way as if I would write it with my right hand. Yeah. So to me, life, there's no mistake. It's all learning experience. And that's what I'm going through right now. I'm learning uh, with experience uh, from other people and yourself. And I want to become a better me to to be a better me for everybody around me that loves me. Olga, for people who are listening, you know, and are right now in the dark place, how do you handle the dark days? How do you handle them? Um, I have to say I was there not a long time ago. I've never been so low in my life, and I couldn't believe that this was happening to me. Positive Olga, Olga boosting everybody. How could Olga go down so low? And what I did, um, I talked a lot to myself. I, it takes a lot of um, encouragement from yourself. And what I was thinking, the way I came out of this was mostly uh, thinking of all the happy moments I had before I was in that dark place. And that I want back those happy moments. And the only way I could get those back is if I crawl out of that hole and reach out for help. Because once you're in that hole, you do need help. And uh, it's not a shame, and you don't have to, you know, feel bad about it. We all need help at some point. And reaching out for that help was the best thing I could do to be where I am today. So if someone's listening right now and they, they've gone through abuse or other struggles and they get stuck in this, why me? Why did this have to happen to me? What would you say to them, Olga? Well, it happened for a reason. There's always a reason why things happen to you. And sometimes we just don't know what the reason is at the moment. Uh, I'll take myself as an example. When I got cancer, I never said to myself, why did I get cancer? On the other hand, I said, it's happening for a reason, and I will find out why eventually. And I did. It was what to did... help other people. Yeah. I always wanted to become a public speaker and help uh, in ways that I thought I could never, never do. So it gave me courage. It gave me strength. And it made me a stronger person. So... When someone says that to themselves, why is this happening to me? Um, they're putting the blame on themselves. They're not looking at the big picture, uh, thinking that it's happening, yes, to you, yes. But other people, things happen to them as well. So if you try and, and keep saying that to yourself, you won't go anywhere. And, and it's, it's very uh, easy for me to say snap out of it because I've been there and you don't just snap out of it. It's, it's time. And when the time is ready, that person will come out of it. And you can't force someone 
to talk or to, you know, it took me 30 years to talk about my abuse. So with time, people come out of it, and they come out of that hole, and they stop blaming themselves, or they stop saying, why me? Eventually, I believe that everybody does that. They'll learn the respect for themselves. You know, they'll, get a, they'll be a stronger person. And uh, emotion won't take over. It will be about them. Olga Madari Asli, you're an inspirational woman. Tell people again the number where they can find you at Spa Minari, please. It's 514-695-5040. Take some time for yourself. Go to Spa Minari and get treated like royalty. You know, Olga, the slogan of this show, I say at every show, is to keep your eyes on the stars. And Olga, you have you have reached for the stars and I can't imagine how many people's lives you're touching and influencing. And it's an honor for me to have had you on the show again. So I want to thank you so much. You've been a great supporter of Straight Talk with Sandra Reish. And I, I really personally want to thank you so much. Well, thank you, Sandra, for all your help. Thank you for having me on the show again. And thank you for all the listener out there. And I hope, I hope that any of you out there that needs help, Don't be afraid to go get the help you need. And it's not a shame to go out there and get the help. That's that's the most important thing. Go and get the help and you will see how you will feel about yourself after. Brilliant words. Brilliant words from a brilliant lady. This is Straight Talk with Sandra Reich. And keep your eyes on the stars. Thank you for listening to Straight Talk with Sandra Reish. We hope you've enjoyed today's show and will tune in again next Thursday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Now, go live your best life.